Boddy joins us now to talk basketball. Boddy, good morning. Good morning, fellas. And uh, look, I need to update you. I'm not a legend. I'm not an icon. Mm. I go by the guru, but I, I prefer the abbreviation. Just call me Gooey. <laughs> well, well, and that's good. We're good. Gooey, you were 100% spot on last week. You said Jesse Wagstaff would be cleared from his uh, suspension, and that's exactly what happened. Well, finally, common sense prevailed because it was a legal screen and it was just an overreaction to the uh, the result of that screen, which is unfortunate that the young fellow, Lucky Barker, hit it very hard and then hit the floor very hard and as a consequence was concussed. And it was almost like, well, that was the consequence. So we have to, you know, if someone's been concussed, we obviously have to suspend someone. It's like, well, mm. uh, accidents happen. I mean, it's just, it's just the way it is in sport. There are, there are times where it's unavoidable. That one was avoidable though because uh, like he's got a teammate who was defending Wagstaff who should have told him that there's a uh, screen coming up on your right hand side and you're about to hit it and then you that's what happens and then you dodge it you either go over or under but but you know it's there if no one tells you it's like you're hitting a brick wall especially if you're very committed to the defensive play that you're involved in and you, you're guarding the ball handler and you're just looking at him and you bang suddenly you've hit a wall didn't know it was coming yeah it, the potential is there for a little bit of um, an aftermath and then this case there was one and the NBL overreacted. Fortunately, Perth did uh, appeal his two-game suspension and uh, he got thrown out. So, um, yeah, he was allowed to play because it was a, a legal play. Guys, fortunate, you know, because that would have... If that had stood, that would have changed basketball because that's how you get shooters open. Mm. You know, you set screens, you, you, you get in the road of their defender, that's what a screen is, and... and, and Suddenly, your shooter's open, passing the ball. Gets, so if you take the screen out because of the potential consequence of it, you, you change the game in a, in a way that makes it unrecognisable. Body just uh, talking locally first. I mean, the Bullets on the board with their first win. I suppose that's a relief, but now it's a matter of trying to get up the ladder. Uh, did you see anything uh, in the game or the last couple of games to suggest that this might be the start of something or jury's still out? No, it's not, it's not the start of anything, unfortunately. Um, I thought they were pretty bad and Illawarra was just a whole lot worse and um, that's why they got the game. I thought their performance against South East Melbourne where they lost by a point was uh, a better game from them in, in terms of how they went about it. What they did do well against Illawarra to get that first win after five straight losses was utilise Aaron Baines far better and get him close to the basket where he, he's a monster. No one can deal with him there. And if if they persist and, and move with that again this week, because they play Illawarra again this week, but they're doing it at home, then they should get win number two. But after you stop playing the worst team in the league, that's when we can get a better gauge of, of where you sit. And we'll see what their performances are after they've got mm. two wins. You know, then, then we can maybe... But right now, I, I think... Um, Nathan Sobey and Jason Cuddy got in the ball a few times in very nice spots, but also they looked him off a number of times because they're just not used to playing with that that strong and bigger guy in the post. And, and um, until they get really comfortable with it and get the ball into him on a consistent basis, uh, I can't see you know joyous things in their future. I see a win in their future, but you know there's not going to be many more after that unless they recognise just what they've got in Baines. Body, we, we wanted to talk to, to you about Ben Simmons and what's going on in the United States. So we'll get your selections for the markets we have up for the NBL this weekend, kicking off with Thursday evening. And as you said, the Bullets back in action against Illawarra. And we've got three shorties here as far as favouritism is concerned for these games. Bullets $1.38, Illawarra $3, six and a half point line.
Yeah, look, I expect Brisbane to win that. They won that comfortably on the weekend. Illawarra gets Peyton Siva into their lineup, so they will be better. Peyton Siva is an American point guard who played last season with the New Zealand Breakers. They definitely need someone to maybe organise them a bit better, take some pressure off um, Tyler Harvey. So they'll be better, but I still expect the Bullets to win that. Um, although, you know... Home teams, the record for home teams at the moment is horrific. And, and these three games we're going to talk about, I'm picking the home team in each one. So, you know, I might as well throw a noose over a beam because uh, <laughs> the, way, the way they're going. But, uh, yeah, I expect Brisbane to win that. Adelaide forty, New Zealand 296.5. Absolute cracker of a game coming up. Um, again, I'm going to go with the home side because I think Adelaide will be feeling good about itself after beating Sydney in Sydney. Um yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, I, 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 I'd, I'd be prepared to say they'll win by six and a half or more. And Perth, uh, the longest priced of these favourites, they're dollar fifty. South East Melbourne, two fifty five, And the line here is four and a half points. Yeah, well, Perth was embarrassing last weekend. I mean, that, they didn't just get beaten by Tasmania, which I did expect. I expected Tasmania to knock them off, but um, after the week of turmoil with the Wagstaff business and everything that was going on, I thought, well, they'll probably jump them. Tasmania will probably jump them and, and hold them off. Well, that wasn't the case at all. Perth led a quarter time, and then Tasmania just killed them as the game progressed, beat them by 30, 31 points, and the biggest win that Tasmania's ever had, the highest score, you know, record after record tumbled. That just isn't Perth basketball. So I expect them to respond really strongly back at home in front of the, the Red Army, or the Red-Faced Army, as they were after the weekend. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think they should beat South East Melbourne. But, you know, there's nothing certain, and home, home court has been worth nothing. I think we've only had, roughly out of every um, eight games in every round, we've had about two home, home wins, which is unbelievable. Now, Andrew and I um, were mentioning Ben Simmons this morning, body and the headlines that he's created and at the moment he's on track to have more fouls this season than actually points that he scores it's 14 fouls 17 points do you think that trend will continue <laughs> no i don't expect that trend <laughs> to continue but i i just the foul that he fouled out on on jay Moran yesterday was just a ridiculous call it was a terrible call it's almost as if there's a little bit of a mindset of this guy has been out of our league and um you know has been um, not playing, and uh, you know, we don't really like him, so we're just going to be harsh on him. I, I think he's copping fouls that that other players don't don't get, and I think it's going to be difficult for him to sort of get over that hump. But he will, he will, and um, yeah, uh, <laughs> everyone it, it, like they love beating up on Ben Simmons, and, and fair enough, he's brought a lot of it onto himself. But uh, yeah, I don't expect that trend to continue. Really, I, <laughs> no. He'll start scoring eventually, but he doesn't need to score a lot in this team because, you know, once you've got Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving, you're in pretty good shape for, for getting scores on the board. Let's just quickly talk about Brittany Griner. I yeah. mean, what's happening with her? She's, her she's been transferred back, to a, yeah. yeah, and that, that's just unbelievable. She's just been used as a political prisoner, basically, because of the war in Ukraine. And, well, she's stuck in a Russian prison, you know, it's like, I don't know. I think they're going to use her for an exchange at some point, but it just must be the worst ordeal a person mm. could go through. Mm.
Mm. Yeah, we weren't expecting nine years. Andrew, will Gooey take off? I'm not a big fan. Uh, gooey Noggy. Uh, that sounds like Nougar or something, doesn't it? <laughs> something like that. I should, I should be marketing something. Yeah, yeah, next book. Here it comes. Oh, get on your body. We'll chat next week. Look forward to it, guys.